Hello. If you're a fan of It's That Episode, the podcast, why not leave a review on iTunes? It's a fun way to spend your time. You can be creative with it. Well, you can do it in a, a British accent, but do it on typing it so you'd have to find a way to spell the things with O-U instead of O, like favor. Spell it if you use the word favor in your thing. Just what I'm trying to say is leave a review on uh, iTunes if you're a fan of the podcast. Also, this episode of It's That Episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to audiblepodcast.com backslash Craig Rowan for a free audio download and a month free. Why not do it? Let's get to the show. Well, it's that episode, not that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. It's that episode with Craig Rowan. Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I, Craig Rowan, invite a guest over my apartment. We watch any TV show they choose. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of other crap. Today I'm excited. My guest is Phil Jackson, who is a regular at the UCB Theater in New York. Welcome, Phil. Hey, thank you, Craig. I'm happy to be here. Very excited. And just to clear things up for listeners who might be confused, uh, this is not the coach of the Chicago <laughs> Bulls from the 90s, 90s. And, then, <laughs> yeah. and then later and, the Lakers, yeah, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a child of the early 90s, so that's yeah. my... That's what I associate him with, too. I mean, so, come yeah. on. That, uh, that, yeah. was the ba- that was the basketball team. Yeah, it's a, it's a, good, it's a good icebreaker for meeting people uh, having this name, so it's, it's, like, it's cool. It's just like, a, but, but I don't know, like with girls, do like uh, people who are non-sports fans, what if you say it and they're like, <laughs> no, but, I guess that's sexist to say that girls. Yeah. Yeah, what about girls? But like somebody who doesn't like basketball, they're like not the player and then you're, I mean, not the coach and you're like, they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, well, that's the benefit of UCB. A lot of UCB people don't know him. So I think I carved out a unique name at UCB, but outside of UCB, it comes up quite a bit. But, you know, it's all, all good fun. <laughs> um, well, I'm excited to watch what uh, we're going to be watching today. We uh, did a show together a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then you were – I think we just started talking about this show. kind of just came up very organically, yeah. And uh, and I was sort of surprised that you were – like, and excited that you were such a big fan of it and wanted to talk about it. So I'd love to – why don't you say what show we're going to watch and uh, why you wanted to watch it. This, this evening, we are going to be watching Sex in the City. Uh, I believe season three. Yep. Um, and you know, I don't. I don't necessarily think um, like the core demo, but I love the show. I got put onto it by my sister back in like 2001. I think the show started in 1998, right. somewhere around there. Yeah, 2001, 2002. Right. So uh, I picked up like in the second season or so, and I remember starting to watch it because my sister was, and I was like, "Oh, what is this?" Like, but then I finished watching the episode with her she's like okay i'm going to bed and then like i just kept watching like i I went back to season one watched the pilot all the way through the first season so i caught up very very quickly and very aggressively because i love the show sex in the city impacted culture wow that's sex in the city impacted culture well it's interesting you say that because i um (laughs) i read and uh (laughs) there was recently a new yorker article about sex in the city Uh and it was talking about sort of how uh, the show did have a big impact. They didn't specifically say about society, but like sort of TV and the mm-hmm. way TV went uh, sort of around the, actually the same time as Sopranos. Yep. And that it's sort of been left in the dust in a way or people don't sort of look at it. And and uh, I guess from the TV side, but maybe from the society side as well, they sort of put it out on the back burner or it's not as important as some other shows. I think you're right. Like people look back on the show and maybe see it as a little bit cheesy now, but... 
I think the way that uh, a few things, Uh, the fact that four women, four very strong, independent women were kind of the crux of the show and not like side characters, huge for TV. And then the things they were talking about from the female perspective, I thought were awesome and super fun, Uh, took itself seriously when it needed to, but was very lighthearted when it needed to be right. So I just thought it just had a lot. I thought it had a lot. And of course, New York City being kind of the fifth girl you know of the bunch it was it was just a great show you know for someone like me who always kind of loved new york city and i love talking about relationships and stuff like that so i guess that's kind of the reason why i got into it you mentioned that that this show impacted society so Mm -hmm. in what ways would you say uh like what were you talking about when you said that yeah so i don't think before sex in the city i don't think women's issues whether or not you agree with what the show said or how the show right. actually said it. I don't think there was a show before that that was actually like women like sex, women talk about relationships, women have feelings on this stuff, and it can be fun and entertaining. I, can't, I'm, I mean, I've, I've racked my mind thinking about this. I don't know that there was a show prior to that that focused on women that did that. Golden Girls. Now, I'm Golden just, Girls. I, I don't know. Maybe that, yeah. but maybe they did. I have no yeah. idea. But I, it's funny what you say that because I was watching, I watched the first episode of. Uh, Sex and the City to gear up for this, and uh, it definitely feels dated. But that's because you sure. know, like any pilot does or yeah. whatever. But the, it is cool to see. You're right. Like it's four strong characters. They're talking about. Mm-hmm. Se- it's very blunt. Very like they they don't sugarcoat it. Or I mean, you know, it's fun. It's, it's sharp writing. I mean, yeah. it's like it's definitely well written. Yeah. Um, but it's talking about. I feel like. Yeah, there are always those sort of uh, shows that you can point to where it sort of opened things up a little bit, yeah. you know, where it sort of broke the doors open. And this feels like that with sex and and Definitely women. one of those. And you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm also a fan of girls, which I feel like is like the new generation yes. of sex in mm-hmm. the city. I don't think you get girls without having sex in the city. Yeah, it seems you know like I mean? a, uh, um, they paved the way. They paved the way. And, and the shows actually are, are totally different, like very, very different. To me, less of a focus on like fashion and the glitz, and it's a little girls a little bit more gritty. Yeah, oh, definitely. But, but I, I do feel like uh, it is an, uh, a natural outgrowth of that. So I think first time, I think you know, it was it was something that was very hip. And I think looking back on it, I still enjoy the episode. Sometimes I go back and watch them. Um, the the one you uh, want to watch is a pro- provocative title. I'm provoked. <laughs> uh, it's called "Are We Sluts?" So mm-hmm. why did you choose uh, this episode? Okay, so. Um, you know, in my head, I was thinking about what would be a good episode for maybe somebody who isn't into the show um, that kind of showcases all of the characters kind of in their element mm-hmm. um, and also speaks to kind of uh, kind of that uh, bluntness that we were talking about that the show has. And so naturally, I think the title in and of itself does just that. And I think all four characters in this have very fun storylines. And um, so I thought this would be a good one. Uh, one thing I, I noticed in uh, Wikipedia mm-hmm. was that um, when I was doing research on the show, <laughs> which is one of the only ways I do research, uh, is on Wikipedia. But it was mentioning that uh, a lot of the critics of the show mm-hmm. uh, who were, were critical of the show sort of pointed to the thing of like, uh, you know, they, they never talk about sexually transmitted diseases or like, yeah. uh, you know, like it, it's sort of um, – 
make sex for young people seem like this yeah. big thing. And like, I even, I mean, again, this is Wikipedia, but I, so yeah, like, which is, and I can't even, yeah. I have no concept of if it's right or yeah. wrong, but that they even <laughs> yeah. said that the, uh, that the numbers of like pregnancies or like, or unsafe sex went up, like, and, and they pointed to oh, the come show. On. Yeah. So, oh, come um, on. And, and, but in saying that, I think what's interesting is I just looked at the synopsis of the show and it says that Miranda gets an STD. Yeah. And in the first episode, which I watched today, earlier today, when Carrie, mm-hmm. the main character, yep. played by Carrie Bradshaw, Carrie mm-hmm. Bradshaw, played by Sarah Jessica P, uh-huh. um, she drops her purse and like a bunch of condoms come out. Yeah. So I feel like I mean, what's your what's your take on this? To me, the the simple answer to that is that they made sex a part of uh, the conversation. Mm-hmm. They normalized it to me. Do you right. know what I mean? Um, statistics saying that sexually transmitted diseases went up because of a show. Part of me is like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's like, okay, you, you play Halo. If a kid goes nuts, like the kid went nuts because he has bad parents. Do you right. know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. And also, sidebar, I don't know when I got so passionate about the show. <laughs> I'm just listening to myself right now. I sound like, I sound like, uh, I don't know, I sound like a, like a preacher. You're, you're on trial right now. I'm on you're, fire right now, man. <laughs> you you got you to gotta say it loud and proud. No, but um, it is cool. I yeah. have to say, then we'll, we'll watch in a minute, but... But I want to say, like, um, do you when you talk about do you talk about the show a lot or is this yeah, a show that you like? Up, I'm, I'm excited to talk about. It. I'm excited to talk about TV shows that I enjoy because I don't yeah. watch a ton of TV. But when I get into a show, I really get into it. Um, and I also wanted to answer your thing about the of the SCD thing a little bit further. Yeah, sure. sure. So you I, you partly answered it. She drops the condoms in the in the pilot, yep. right? Where the the show hadn't really found its voice. She's like breaking the fourth wall and stuff. They still did that, right? I think in this episode it talks about chlamydia. Uh, Samantha Jones. I think somewhere in the middle of the series gets tested for AIDS for HIV, and like I've heard they, of it. they like <laughs> heard of HIV mm-hmm. AIDS yeah. So like uh, that's a that's a thing that they definitely hit. And Miranda gets gets pregnant because she has unprotected sex like one time on a whim. So like those are just like four circumstances right, or yeah. so off the top of my head. Just being a fan of the show, it, it so. seems like to me that it's something where people that want to get upset about people talking about sex They'll find their are like. Oh, the, they're, they're, sex is bad. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, Charlotte gets, gets crabs at the beach. You know what I mean? Like they have sex. Yeah. I'm not beach talking. Crabs. Yeah, I'm not talking beach crabs with butter. <laughs> We're talking about the ones that get the in little, your pubic. Yeah, the little tiny pubic ones. Yeah, uh, they're little tiny crab-like things that get caught yeah. in your pubic hair, just to be as clear as yeah. possible. But let's be clear: the main difference is you can't eat those. I mean, right. I guess you can. You, Let's no, not even. The main, that's not. The main have we difference. gone too far yet? Having <laughs> had some interesting uh, delicacies in my time, I can honestly no. Okay, so um, so yep. we're gonna watch this episode. Can I ask you this? Uh, yeah. After the show, will mm-hmm. you be able to tell me which character I most like? Because uh, I would, I would be happy to, and I would love your interpretation. Uh, uh, on who I'm like. Okay, Can we cool. do that? We'll swap. And, but you'll have to remind me. Where, like one thing I, is like I rem- I think I remember which characters are which. But you'll have I'll to remind like, you. Recalibrate. Yeah, I got all that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. All right. So let's uh, so let's check out. Are we sluts? All right. And let's we'll do find it. out if we're sluts too. Yes, we will. What's going on up there? Do you just want to be friends? I don't know. Is that how you kiss your friends? So why don't you want to sleep with me? I mean, whatever it is, I'd rather know sooner than later. I do want to sleep with you. I do. Look at you. But I've been down that road before. I've slept with women quickly, and I'm still single. 
so my new thing is I just want to try to sleep with somebody I care about. I really think that I could care about you. And it's only been a week and a half. Don't people date anymore? Why did I expect to sleep with him after only a week and a half? Had I become so jaded that I didn't even recognize romance when it kissed me on the lips? Maybe modern women need a cheat sheet to remind us romance isn't dead. A quick reminder that today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the leading provider of audiobooks. Uh, you can, there are over 100,000 audiobooks on this website, and you can download free things for anything, your phone, your iPad, your gadgets from the future. Um, why not? If you're listening to this because you're a fan of Sex and the City, why not read the book via audio uh, that started it all, written by Candace Bushnell. Get Sex and the City, the 10th anniversary edition on audiobook, narrated by who else but Cynthia Nixon from Sex and the City. Did you even know that Six in the City was based on a book? Well, it is. So now you can listen to it on me. Go to audiblepodcast.com backslash Craig Rowan, C-R-A-I-G-R-O-W-I-N, and get any book on me. Let's get back to the show. All right. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. watched uh, Are We Sluts? Uh-huh. Sex in the City season three episode, I think maybe six, I forget. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. Um, you have... A, you <laughs> have notes. notes, but they're not just notes. It's like a sort of, I would say, like a graph. I got a yeah, I got like a, a graph here. It looks very <laughs> impressive. That's Thank what you I'll, very much. I'll Thank say you, that it's like we got. Oh, I see what we've got. You've got the name of each character, mm-hmm. and then sort of a trickle down thing, yeah. which is maybe their storylines. Yeah. So yeah, their storylines, and then kind of what their storyline meant for the broader theme right. that they were unpacking. Because I feel like. Are We Sluts is like the thesis, right? And then each character basically took on that thesis from a different vector. Right. And I think my guess is, I mean, who knows? I'm just made a shot in the dark here. But Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like this show, no matter what, probably got some flack at some points. But this did feel like an episode where they're making a bit of a statement. Yeah, I think Uh, so. To me, it felt like that as a, a not a... Uh, constant viewer of the show. I don't know. Maybe every episode is a statement. Maybe everything we say is a statement. I think so. I don't know. I I think this... You're right. This episode in particular, I think, uh, definitely was a statement. It's a loaded term as it is. Do you know what I mean? But I think this, I think, is why it was a good episode. Yeah, no, it was... was, uh, So I'll just say I enjoyed the episode. Funny stuff, good writing. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it feels like it definitely... I feel like maybe Sex and the City has those, like, cliches that you think about, which it has, but Oh, my God, the New York cliches are, like, abundant. Yeah, it's pretty (laughs) great. The rent control department. Like, they mentioned the Manolo Blahnik shoes, which I think is, like, a big thing. Yeah. Um, But let's give, like, a basic overall sort of... uh, A little bit of a summary of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see what starts it off. I think it, let's start with Carrie because yeah. she's the she's she's the Carrie core. Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. She's, she's the core. Yeah, she's the she's the narrator. So yeah, so Carrie is uh, is you know in a a thing, a, a kind of as she describes it, with this dude Aiden. Who I think this episode is also good because her relationship with Aiden is something that is almost becomes the crux of the rest of the show. Okay, so I'm not, as a non-viewer, mm-hmm. I know the name Mr. Big. Yeah. I know that that's like a big overarching yeah. guy who comes back. But Aiden, 
What's so the difference? If, if like, give me a little bit of a... Yeah, exactly. So it, in the totality of the show, if there are two characters relative to Carrie, relationship-wise, that you need to know, it's Aiden and Mr. Big. So essentially, I mean, spoiler alert, right? It doesn't matter. That's what this is about, right? Dude, come on. Turn me off now it. if you don't want to hear about Yo, the if show. Yo, if, if you can't handle it, leave yeah. now. This There's going to yeah. be some shit drop. This is when it gets real, Craig. Yeah, so um, so Aiden starts, or Aiden and Carrie start dating at, like after this episode. They make love at the end of the episode, which right. is like a big deal. Uh, and then what happens is um, she ends up, I think they, it ends up not working out. Or something happens where they're together, but she cheats on Aiden with Mr. Big Ooh, is what ends up okay. happening. Do you know what I mean? Gotcha. So, so it's just not good. So, and Mr. Big is sort of the, um, how do you describe him? Sort of the like almost mythic, right? Like perfect guy. I, explain it. I, yeah, you well, know, it's well, in, how do you put it's it? It's interesting. To me, Mr. Big represents that part of everybody that is forever connected to somebody even though you know that they might not be right for you, right? Okay. There's almost like this visceral connection that you have with certain people. I know I've dated like certain people. It's like, ah, oh, you know, probably wasn't right. But damn, if, if there's not still something They have there, that hold on you. They they've have got a hold. hold. That's a good way of putting it. Do you know what I mean? So to me, that's what he represents. And of course, you lay that on top of the fact that he's like a successful businessman, kind of tall, dark, mysterious, handsome guy is right. kind of the 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 archetype that he's playing. And then would you also say, like, is he sort of a good guy or is he a bad guy or is he somewhere in between? Or it's, it's... You know what? That depends on perspective. Right. Because there's, I mean, I've had the debate, the debate before on who Carrie should have ended up with. Right. I mean, on paper, let's be real. You saw this guy. Aiden's that dude. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. He romanced the shit out of her, man. Yes. That's more my camp. You know yes. what I mean? But Mr. Big is like the kind of like... Almost slightly ba- as bad boys you can get, it's given like the world they live in. Do you the know power I mean? couple, like that, would make them the power couple. Exactly, Mr. Big. Yeah, he, he's more of like a. He's got more gravitas, I think. I'm just going to say this: that every time I hear Mr. Big, I still have to think about Wayne's World. Like yeah. that's because like, Mr. Big is like the guy that they have to like get to their TV show, be like blown. Up or something. Um, yeah. So, so let's talk yeah. about Aiden in this yeah. episode. Um, so this is so you're saying now that Aiden's sort of like the crux later. So this must be yeah. one of his first or this season is I you, guess when you meet him, yeah. And in this episode, they're about a week and a half into their relationship, quote unquote. Dating, they've gone yeah. on dates, they've kissed, but they haven't sealed the deal. Yep. Sex. Mm-hmm. And uh and she's sort of like uh talking to the gals at brunch mm-hmm. or whatever, and mm-hmm. she's saying like, I'm what the what's going on with this guy? What's happening? Is he mm-hmm. a weirdo? Is it me? Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out that he wants to romance her. Exactly. And uh, you know, I think the the insight, I at least this is why I think it was good for culture. Like the insight was like you don't have to have sex right away. Mm-hmm. Which was the net net of it. Which maybe they got when they got to it was a little heavy handed, but it was it's an interesting take on it, right? Um and also I think um what we end up finding out later on is that Aiden was in like a serious relationship. Or no, he, I think he might have said it in this episode, but we might get more detail on it later. Right. He was in a serious thing. And so, so he, he doesn't just, want, Oh yeah, he says in this like yeah. he's like um Yeah, I can't remember the quite the but they're outside of her door and he's saying like uh I want to make sure. Oh, she's like, "What's the deal? What's mm-hmm. happening? What's the story here?" And he's like, "I just want to make sure that I'm, you know, like having sex with somebody I care about. Yeah, and I, I think I can care about you. Yeah, exactly. So he had some stuff in his past. So he's just trying to do it the right way. Do you know what I mean? And then at one point in the episode, he, she's like, they keep going on dates. He's being romantic. And one point, and she's, but she's still like, I want to, I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And he draws a bath for yeah, her. This is the most 
Buzz- and there's like some bizarre shit in this episode. This is the most bizarre to shit. To me, definitely the weirdest <laughs> part of the episode is she's on the phone with um, Miranda. Uh, she was on the phone. Was it was it Miranda or Charlotte? Uh, Miranda. Miranda. Miranda, yeah. Miranda the redhead. Yes, yeah, 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 exactly. Miranda. And, and she's like, he's been in. The, she call uh, Carrie calls Miranda, and she's like, Aiden's been in the bathroom for like half an hour. And he's like, what? And it turns out he drew a bath for her. With bubbles with and candles, candles like, and then he's like, "All right, I drew the bath. Now I'm gonna go have a great night." Like something like that. It's like, yeah. what? Yeah, that was insane. That's weird. And he ends up staying because she and and taking a bath with her. But it's still even the concept of like, I'm gonna, I, I was invited to a woman's house. I'm gonna draw. <laughs> I'm gonna spend. I'm gonna be in a bathroom for half an hour putting candles yeah. up, and then I'm just gonna be like, "See ya." Yeah, gonna be like, "See ya." Yeah, the fact that there was a version of reality within this episode where like he actually was like, "All right, see ya," and then she just sits in the bath naked by herself. Is weird, yeah. Because also, it <laughs> it's seems super weird. Like, is he like hoping that she just takes a bath and like masturbates while he yeah, leaves? Because like, it's like it's still romantic. Like there's still something like sexual about the bath. Yeah. you know, like it's really weird. <laughs> it was it was one it was one move away from being like an, an episode about a dude with a fetish of like yeah, getting so yeah. close to sex. He's like the, cra- the Craigslist bath drawer or something <laughs> like that. Like very yeah. very strange. Yeah. Um. So that's one story. But he stays is, and he stays and he stays mm-hmm. and then um. They have a they, good chat. And, you know. they, they have a romantic bath mm-hmm. until the water cools to that point where it's like, oh, let's mm-hmm. get out. Mm-hmm. Or, well, they didn't show that, but I've experienced that's, a bath yeah. before. We've all, we've all bathed before. We've yeah. all been to baths. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and so that's – and then in the yeah. end, they end up having sex. They, yeah, they end up having sex. And then, you know, I think you know, she had that line of uh, paraphrase kind of like, you know, for the first time in a long time, we're having sex and it actually did mean something. So yes. That was, you know, that's cool. And she sort of puts the um, – the the thesis of the episode up on her screen. She says, uh, I, "I think I." She's like, "Are we are we romantically challenged or are we sluts?" That's mm. what. So she's like, sort of trying to figure this out. Like, oh, she's like, "What's wrong with me?" I I was going out with him for a week and a half, and, and a half. I was like, and we didn't have sex. And I was like, "What the? He's what's going on?" Yeah. And she's like, "Is this what New York has turned me into? This yeah. woman who can't see a potential relationship." Yeah, and it's looking right in the face. Yeah, and I think as and we were having this conversation when the when the beginning credits were rolling, and it's like, oh, this the '90s was like a long, yeah, long time. Everything looks different and it, it feels different. But I think the one thing that's kind of true about New York, at least if you if you put yourself in certain environments, the expectation of certain things to happen at certain times, and maybe this is outside of New York too, but I think it's still there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's I do. still there, man. It's like I think it's like New York. Yeah, there is that pressure. Things move fast and fast, things yeah. feel statusy and like and like it feels like are am I do am I in the right place like that type of thing yeah yeah is that yeah, what you're saying yeah almost like they're like checkpoints and I feel like New York is like a heightened version of of that from a, like a relationship perspective so I thought that was still something that kind of rings true it was very a very interesting thing to think about now did you when you were start, starting to date in New York did that what role did this show play did it um, did you, or did it? it you know I I never. <laughs> I never, like, did things or didn't do things because of something I had contemplated and maybe, quote-unquote, learned from the show as a male. However, uh, it would often be a talking point Uh on dates. Like, I'm a a black dude. (laughs) Let's be clear. For anybody that, like, doesn't know me, I'm a black dude that, like... I think it's clear now. I love Sex in the City. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, you have a graph right in front of you. I've got, like, like, an elaborate... Uh, graph here, so I, I yeah, so it would it would be I think uh, it it was something that I maybe would like throw out there just so people so that girls I would go out with would know that like 
I don't know what you're expecting, but I might not be exactly what you're right. expecting. Well, it's, it's I feel like nice it's like with anything point. where it's like, uh, like, oh, you're into this. Oh, that's interesting. Like exactly. it sort of like uh, opens up the door. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. That's a yeah, thing I'm That's my version by. of like yachting or like. I think it's as impressive as yachting. Thank you very much, Craig. Because <laughs> I'm super impressed by yachting. Yeah. Um, so so um, the other characters. So Mar- mm-hmm. you, I'm going to go yeah, by your go chart. Through. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why not? You, mm-hmm. I have my notes, which are just scribbles, and you have like beautiful character like college character. graduate level. Uh, Thank you. You have Miranda. So Miranda is the redhead. Mm-hmm. She the is, lawyer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to describe her as somebody who doesn't who like. She's sort of the. Oh wait, Miranda is red hair. Yeah. The, uh, yes. The, yeah, it's like, red, like a burgundy. Red. She's chlamydia. Yeah. She's yeah, chlamydia. She, she is the human manifestation of chlamydia. So, wh- yeah. what's her character again? She's sort of the. Well, she's she's the blunt one. She is. Uh, she knows what she likes. I guess they all do, but she's more overt about it and and less kind of um, coy about and things. And what is she like? Like, what, she's a businesswoman. She's a, yeah. She's a uh, a lawyer. A lawyer. lawyer. So she's sort of in that world. Yeah. And what is she like? Like in terms of guys. Um, well, it's interesting because in season one, I think you might have even seen it in the pilot episode she dates she dates of a wide range of folks okay. like she dated this dude skipper in season oh one. yes yeah the nerdy guy oh, the ner- he's such a nerd yeah such in, a nerd. In, in fact in the uh pilot episode they show him on screen and the way they introduce characters in the pilot yeah. uh is like with uh, it says their names and it says like their profession and for him it's like um it's like skipper whatever and it says like website creator and he's like, looking at a computer screen, <laughs> and it has Mad Magazine on it. And I was awesome. like, ah, oh, I like this guy. Yeah, they do the archetype thing so heavy-handedly, but so well. Um, so I'm not sure. I guess, I don't know, between Skipper and Steve and who else? I, I'm trying to think Who's, of other is people. Steve the guy in this Steve is Steve is this guy. See, and, like, and, and also, like, uh, between Aiden, who becomes a huge part of the show, and Steve, he's also a huge part of the show. He's the one that ends up getting her pregnant and later Steve on. And Steve is, he, I don't know, what, how do you describe him? He's uh, a little mousy. Yeah. But like uh kind of smooth for for who he is. He also like, seems sort of like New Yorky. Like he said like his York-y. accent was like very New Yorky and yeah. and uh what did he do what does he do for a living? I forget. Uh he's a bartender. He's a bartender. He so ends, he feels yeah. like he's like uh like a real New Yorker type of guy or yeah. something. Or that's yeah. how it read to you me. You know what? This may, I don't know, people might argue with this, but it feels like like Romeo and Juliet, like Montague and Capulet Holy type stuff shit. without any of the family tension. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Just the fact that they're from different. Right. So, like She's tracks. a lawyer. She's a lawyer. A She's in the business world. He's a bar. He's like a bartender. And like that's in a more pu- pure New York bread. Like sure, that's yeah. his world. So they, they, it's like the opposite. Uh, attractive kind of like madness. Uh, star-crossed yeah. lovers. Star-crossed lovers. Converged in the woods and I took the one less traveled. That's right. I love that. Uh, as I said before, oh, I yeah, do read. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> we are readers. So her story yeah. is that she has chlamydia mm-hmm. and she um, tells Steve and in addition to that, and I feel like I've seen something similar to this before, but mm-hmm. uh, like she has to call. I guess that's something that you have to do if you have STD, like call your past. Yeah. If you have been in many sexual relationships, call them and sort of let them know. Which is crazy. That's um, insane. Which sounds like a, sounds a, a nightmare. <laughs> um, yeah. And she calls uh, everybody and he's like, okay. Okay with it, right? Yeah, well, you know, part and also I was like, I think this episode uh, did a good job painting the 
the character, the core characters. Uh, and I, I like Steve as a character, but the 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 moment it was, you know, he's like trying to get some before they go to bed. Right. He's trying to start it up by kissing on her shoulder and mm-hmm. such. And then she's like, Steve, I can't. Steve, I can't. Steve, I have chlamydia. And his response is, whoa, I don't know what that is, but it doesn't sound good. It's like, come on, brah, brah. <laughs> we've all heard of chlamydia, yeah, dog. We have. We haven't know. all had it, but we've all heard of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially considering that we find out later in the episode that he's had like about 60 or more partners. Yeah, so so later in the episode, so she has to call all the lover or past the lovers, I'll call them and uh and she he asked what her number is and she says she's had sex with like 42. 42, it was 42, yeah. And then he and she tries to get his number and he's like no, no, I'm embarrassed. And uh he, she says it's over 10, he's like yeah. She's like it's over 16, he's like yeah. Right? That's yeah. what he says. So it's like he's 16? had a lot of sex. Yo, and you the, should yo, dude, you should know yo. what the chlamydia is. That's so much sex. Yeah, that's a lot of if sex. If that's what normal is, I am like a fucking... Oh, that's yeah. Crazy. That's I, insane I, to me. It, yeah, I... I'm, 60 people? N- nothing, yeah. That's I like a big I've wedding. I've never talked to 60. Like, I can't <laughs> yeah. handle... Like, I don't think I'd hug 60 yeah. people. Like, I can't. 60 people is like a medium-sized wedding, right? Yeah, that's a good deal. And they, like a, well, then they have their friends. And then and their then friends. The, and then, you have the f- parents of the, fam- the family and everything. Know? And yeah. uh, is it Will Chamberlain who has, like, the supposedly... His was like... His was like Fifty thousand. Am I making that up? Like that sounds fake, but I feel like it's something insane like that. Yeah. There's some. Can I, I'm just gonna quickly. Yeah, let's like, get it. I feel like we should just look at what the rumor is because yeah. even regardless of if it's, I mean, in the thousands is like a crazy. I mean, like to me, to, at a certain point, to me, it becomes like occupational. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I mean, as far as the, as far as the effort you need to put in. To yeah. It? No. Exactly. It's like. Y- you don't interact with that many people. Yeah. You know, like, uh, how, how do you get to that? I don't know. And, I, and, and there's a difference. It's like partners or like times. Because times, oh, all right, I see that. You like, like sex. You have, a, you have it a lot. But like unique, unique views slash unique partners. That's it's a lot, man. Unique views. <laughs> yeah, man. Like uh, on YouTube. Yeah, like Because like, you- you're also putting every one of your sex acts up on YouTube. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, it says here, uh, I see one website that says, did Will Chamber- Chamberlain really sleep with 20,000 women? Okay, so that's, okay, I okay. guess, the claim. Okay, okay. Which is, I mean, but not much different. Yeah, that's, not much different. You have to be pretty much, like, have sex, have breakfast, have sex, have lunch. And then like, win, like, all the championships. Yeah, and then still all he a, did was a professional win. basketball player who's like, really good. The best. <laughs> like, that's like a long time out, like a TV like, timeout. Yeah. And you're Just go smang and then come back and score 80 points. I, I mean, that's amazing. I mean, like, I don't know. Have I had 20,000 meals in my life? Like, probably, I guess. Maybe. But maybe, maybe not, Craig. No, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. That's like, that's how nu- numerous three, it is. Let's do three meals a day. Let's just do, do 300 days in the year, right? Three okay. meals a day. That's, uh, uh, that's, that's just 9,000 meals a year, right? Or is that, right? Three by three. No, that's nine, nine, 900. 900? No, 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 no. No. I'm an idiot, right? <laughs> yeah, no. 300 meals a, a day. Three. Th- no, three <laughs> yeah, that's 900 meals. That's 900. 900 so yeah, that's right. 900 let's say, let's say I'm 30. I'm 29. So yeah. 30 times 900. That's 2,700 meals. 27,000 27, meals. 27. Okay. So anybody who's listening that I'm related to. <laughs> we're writers. We're not judging, mathematicians. judging my math skills. <laughs> remember. Uh, so what do we say? 900 times, times 30. Yeah, 27,000 meals. So I've only had 7,000 more meals than Will Chamberlain has had sex, sex with, with women. Yeah. Yeah. 
in his life. And I've had food every day for my life. A lot of food, and, man. And let's be honest, that was lowballing it probably. Because I mean, we said 300 days a year, so that's mathematically yeah. Much, so really we, wrong. we literally left out 65 days. Oh wow. my god! So anyway, anyway, well, that's a lot of sex. So yeah. um, so that's Steve, yeah, the that's Chamberlain <laughs> of, of uh, Sex in the City. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then we got Samantha. Mm-hmm. Her storyline was well, she so Samantha um, was dealing with, yeah, and uh, what I loved is you know. Now we've gone through Carrie, who dealt with romance, perceptions of romance and having sex. We deal with Miranda, who basically were unpacking sexual health through the lens of her having a sexually transmitted disease. Mm -hmm. And then we get to Samantha, which is more on the nose and also to her archetype of being the sexually liberated one of promiscuity and how it gets perceived by others. So she is having people over late at night, and one of these trysts leads to uh, a robbery because she lets in uh, a male lover at 2 a.m. in the morning, and the robber follows in right behind and ends up robbing uh, an old gray-haired woman. Yeah, so, so um, she lives in like a nice rent-controlled building, I assume. Park Avenue. Park, Park yeah, Avenue. Something yeah. real she-she. Real mm-hmm. And uh, there's the robbery, and then not only are people concerned about the safe they're con- the the people that live there are concerned about the safety of the building because of all these men but they're also judging her sexuality as well how she's how many uh lovers she is taking exactly it feels like the to me it felt like the uh the event was uh, a microcosm of how people would have perceived her if they just knew that information. Right. Do you know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. The, the the robbery was just a catalyst for the the, the judgment. judgment. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was interesting. And then so she's just sort of being shunned by the whole community of the building. They're mm-hmm. all white haired sort of folk. The yeah. old school New York. Uh, you know, probably been there forever. Yeah. Uh, but with money, probably. Yeah. And uh, and they don't like sex. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just a little, just just speaking to that convention, like certain people, maybe of a different generation, are a little bit more uptight and maybe more tight-lipped about their sexual endeavors and encounters and things of that nature. Right, and and think that she is being slutty. Yeah. I think. Well, that's the whole thing: is are we sluts? So that's their yeah. take. Is like, are you? Is there something wrong with that? How much sex you you're, you're having? Yeah, and I think the 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 it's it's interesting to put that next to Miranda's story because I think you're you're unpacking uh, the perception of irresponsibility, one through the lens of sexual health, and then one through the lens of just how people view you as and, being responsible. And because of, in the story of uh, uh, Miranda mm-hmm. with the sexu- sexually transmitted diseases and her boyfriend, Will Chamberlain, like, <laughs> Carrie even says, uh, talking about their numbers, their sexual numbers, that men aren't called sluts. Yeah. Women are called sluts. Very men true. are, that's sort of even looked upon. And but, I don't, I don't agree with that. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't, I think I'm, know that many guys who've had sex with 70 people or, yeah. but, but i feel like if i knew that about a guy i'd also think like oh yeah. wow there's something yeah like- i think the key difference so what i w- I, I agree with you what, but what i will agree with uh that the show kind of put a light on is they're still called it's called something else though yes like, I, yeah, would, I would yeah. never call a dude a slut do you know what i mean totally i think there's definitely a stigma with women that doesn't exist with like with men it, it's i think of course there's a definite definitely a different sure. playing field and i think guys of course as with yeah, yeah. most things like have the upper they're yeah. given a lot more slack and and i actually liked i actually liked the writing where, where she said you know i think what she said more specifically was men are men end up getting called good kissers instead of getting yes. called sluts right which is an interesting take, right? It's just seen as like getting experience to be right. proficient at sex as opposed to 
promiscuity of sorts. Yes. So at the end of uh, mm-hmm. at the end of the episode, uh, the people in the building are like, "Get out!" And she's like, "I'm not getting out." But she, she ends, ends up, up leaving. She ends up moving. Yeah, and then going to uh, was it the meatpacking or Chelsea? The meatpacking, meatpacking. district. Yeah. and she walks past like basically a bunch of like cross dressers, yeah. dra- drag queens, mm-hmm. and uh, she's like, "This is where people are open." Like, well, let's go to town, yeah. more or less. Yeah, which I thought was fun. It's it's a it's a nod to to you know NYC. I don't necessarily know if it's untrue as far as like how they describe the areas. Like Park Avenue is pretty, is but you pretty... know what? At the same time, it's like shut up because. Park Avenue is like every time That's you true. hear like the Anthony Weiner story, That's like true. you know what I mean. To me, it's like we have our shit, but we keep it deep down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we we're 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 just as kinky or we're just as weird, but we we like say we have a problem with it, but yeah. we just keep the demons oh. really deep in a closet. I love that. So you're saying everybody's got the kink, but certain. Certain people and certain types of people are just willing to be more vocal about it. Yeah, I think it's oh, like yeah. some people demonize it, but at the same time, yeah. they're doing things that are like ten times. As, it's, it, you know, it's like yeah, anything like that where it's like you find that uh, all these people that are super anti-gay or you know, like have these yeah. things that it comes out. Of course, like oh, they were you know, like I saw this thing about this super religious guy who had a TV show that was like talking about anti-sex, and it's like of course he was a fucking pedophile. You know, like it's all these things where yeah. it's like. You're using it as this weapon, like no, yeah, yeah. no, this is bad. But in reality, you're like, and this yeah. is who I am, yeah, yeah. So you know what, Park yeah. Avenue, shove it. Yeah, you know what, Park Avenue, open up. <laughs> yeah, own your pedophilia. <laughs> own, own that shit. Uh, yeah. So Charlotte. Um, so oh man. So I, I think we were having a, con- a brief conversation during the episode, and this this felt like. Of all the storylines in the episode, this one dealt with dirty talk first and foremost, but was the most uh, comedic right. reliefy of all of the plot lines. Yeah, this is how I, I viewed it as because this show is definitely a comedy of sort. Like it's definitely a comedy mm-hmm. in a way, but it's also a drama. You know, it's like a drama. Drama underpinnings is what I would Exa- say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. And this one definitely felt like the most comedic, quote unquote. You know, like it was. It felt like the comedy relief. Yeah. And what it was was that Charlotte's dating this guy. And she, and who's like what, an investment banker, right? He seems like yeah, sort of like a buttoned up sort of, or you know, just like a guy, yeah, professional, like a professional dude, yeah. And then whenever when they're having sex, when he <laughs> um, finishes <laughs> to yeah, be light boy. on it, he basically just like says super dirty things <laughs> super about her, dirty stuff. Or like one phrase. It's actually one phrase. You, it was. I mean, I don't even want to really. Yeah, do it. Let's do it. I mean, Let's say it would, together. One, two, three. You, you fucking bitch. You, you fucking whore. So now we <laughs> both we both said it. Okay, oh, guys. We're just saying we what didn't they write, wrote. We didn't write that. Yeah. And you know what? We're liberated. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, man. So she he says this uh, really sort of foul thing. Uh, or, or that she takes, she takes as like, oh my god, am I this? Or, or she, uh, when she's having brunch with them, she sort of discusses it. She yeah, sort she, of, well, she's trying to unpack what the meaning was behind it, whether she's just a thing. And sh- you got to know that Charlotte's character um, is the most traditional of the four, so she's the one that is looking to settle down. Mm-hmm. Isn't looking to date casually at all mm-hmm. and really wants to find a husband and wants the white picket fence and the two and a half kids. Like, that's her deal. And so I don't think this uh, storyline gets as much momentum 
and rub uh, because if you have Samantha in that situation, she would probably just do it back to him. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Um, Carrie would probably end up writing about it, and it wouldn't be as big a deal. Do you know what I mean? She might just break it off, and then Miranda would just confront it right away and wouldn't even maybe have the conversation with the girl. So, like, this has to be a Charlotte storyline. Right. Do you know what I mean? Because she's the sensitive one that is looking to settle down. And she basically, uh, she, afterwards, after she, this happens the first yeah. time, she doesn't say anything dur- during sex, but then mm-hmm. they go out to dinner and she's like, I just wanted to say, like, you said something the other night that really sort of got me, or, or like, yeah. I, I want to talk about... Weighing on my conscience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm weighing on my conscience. <laughs> Charlotte is in Marlon the mafia. Br- yeah, <laughs> Marlon Brando. Um, and, uh, and she says, you said something the other night, he's like, what, in my sleep? He's like, no, during sex. He's like, what? And she's like, when you came, and he's like, I don't remember. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh, maybe he's lying or, yeah. you know. And then... He really didn't remember. And then he really didn't remember. So he, she's like, never mind. And then they have sex again, and he says it again. And while they're doing it, she's like, no, that's what you said. He's like, what? What What do you mean? What did I? So he yeah. basically has sort of like some sexual Tourette's where yeah. he, he, he can't help it, and he doesn't even realize it. But the thing about Tourette's is you go you, – you say some shit, but the, you know what you're you just – You're aware of it. You're yeah. super aware of You don't have shit. like a hole in your brain <laughs> yeah. where it's just like, oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is yeah. So in that regard, that plot line was a little bit nuts. Uh, but you know what? Maybe crazier things have probably happened. And you know what? It also was funny. Like the, it was yeah. It was the funny. first time it it happened. We were laughing. Yeah. It was funny. So it's like this is the lighter part. This is like yeah. oh god. You know, it's not as deep a cut like deep a storyline. It's sort of just peppered in, and we yeah. don't have as much uh, exactly. time spent on it. So uh, I have to ask who you think I am now. Oh man. Oh man. Okay, so let me. I'm gonna go by process of elimination because I feel like that might be the best way. Yeah, I, feel I think like you, you might be right. You've got potential in, in, in a bunch. Just based off of the conversation that we were having around the sexual partners stuff, uh-huh. I, you're not a Samantha. She's the okay. a lot of sex. Yeah, right. It, it, just too too uh, too over and maybe a little too big. Um, you're not Charlotte. You're not Charlotte. I don't think you're Charlotte because. She's too uh, she's too fragile. I feel uh-huh. like you aren't that fragile. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Okay. You got you got a you got a uh, outer shell to you. You can you can roll with the punches. I think. Okay. Um. So this this leaves me with Carrie and Miranda. Okay. okay? And <laughs> so now within the context of this episode, I'm either gonna make you the person who is pissed off because they weren't having sex soon enough, or that has chlamydia. So okay. I think you know either way it's a, either way it's a win win. Um. And I'm, to be clear, I do have chlamydia. <laughs> yeah, let's be super clear. Craig has chlamydia. Um, oh man! Ah, oh, see the narrative. Well, don't of, worry about this uh, episode. You can oh, feel, overall. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, the narrative thing is is a carry thing. You know, being the foundation of a group and like uh, kind of the. Uh, while emotional, still uh, kind of fulcrum of a, of a group. I could see that with you. I could see that. Mm-hmm. But I could also see like the straightforwardness of a Miranda. It's just like, yo, this is kind of how it is. Do you okay. know what I mean? All right, I'm putting it out there. You're Miranda, dude. I'm Miranda. You're Miranda. Okay, so so remind me why. So she's uh, and I'm and there's so there's so many things you could go off of, right? Okay, we could go off of like the <laughs> sexual side of things. Right. I don't know enough about you to go there, dude. You know? <laughs> I'll tell you everything off mic. <laughs> so then it's just attitudinal, right, and, like sure, personalities. Sure. Miranda is is more of like the she's the, probably the wittiest of them all. Okay, she's the most straightforward. 
Um, she is next to Samantha, the most successful. Well, I guess they're all successful in their own right. I got to say, it, based off of this banter and the, and the conversation we've had at the bar and our interactions uh, before that, I think uh, personality-wise, you're sharp. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Right? Thank you. That's you're welcome. I, that's what I want to hear. People, the people know this. I'm just reminding them. <laughs> so I think, I think uh, it's, it's definitely Miranda. C- career-wise, it's not the same because you know, we're, we're both creative folks. But like, I think personality, like if we're going off personality, I think it's Miranda. I'm a Miranda. I'm a Miranda, guys. That's I'm going to own it now. I'm yeah. going to own being in a Miranda. Now get out there um, and so do now, exactly what you're doing. As somebody who doesn't know, where does Miranda end up? So Miranda ends up um, uh, dating Steve for a little bit. I believe they break up. So they're like kind of on and off. Um, he gets testicular cancer. Wow. Right? Um, and so he gets his, I think, left testicle removed, mm-hmm. something like that. So, well, it's either left or right. But I'm just, let's go with left just for the, or the conversation. Third one. <laughs> or the, the third th- testicle. <laughs> the elusive third testicle. We all know it exists. Yep. Um, and so he, he has his left testicle removed while they're broken up. Or like okay. the, he, he gets cancer while they're broken up, but they're still close, and so they have a meaningful relationship. So it draws, exactly. it brings them together. And in the heat of passion, whether she was sorry for him or missed him, we don't really know. It's open to interpretation. Miranda has sex with Steve, unprotected, because that's just how they were doing it. And also, uh, what we end up finding out in in one of the brunches is she didn't know that. You can get pregnant from somebody who has testicular cancer. She's like, I didn't even know his parts were working. So, I, yeah, I did it and whatever. That's a little suspect. little suspect. A little it, suspect. Like, which the, it was said in a way that it was hilarious. Do you know what I mean? But, okay. like, you know, she's like, well, I didn't even think it was, you know. Right. Uh, so she gets pregnant and they have a child. Very interesting. So yeah. uh, I'm going to end up pregnant is what's because yeah, I'm Miranda. Yeah. That's, really, that's really what I was going I'm going to watch the movie Junior Famous. starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to figure out how. And then I'm going to do a mm-hmm. scene where I have to do Lamaze classes. Mm-hmm. But I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. What? I, 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 am I doing it right? That's I'm, my Arnold and visit. I'm, 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 I'm pregnant now. I must. The baby's gonna come out of my butt. That's a I mix of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Stephen Stephen or uh, Christopher Walken, and a little bit of a, <laughs> a, like a half deaf person. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's true. Um, uh, so the series ends. Mm-hmm. How do you feel how they left it at the end? I really liked how they left it off. I really like how they left it off. Carrie ends up with this Russian guy who's not right for her. Right for him. I think the she ends up. Not with him, but with ends up with Mr. Big, and Mr. Big kind of steps up to the plate. On paper, I think she should have been with Aiden, but like that's the point. Do you know what I mean? Right. The point sure. is, Aiden's the right guy. Big is the guy. Do you right. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. in that regard, I think they got it spot on. Um, Miranda ends up with Steve. They have a baby. They live in Brooklyn. Right. Get an apartment. Cool. Samantha ends up with this actor guy, younger than her, and she gets cancer, and he's like there for her. His name is Smith, and I think that's great too. His first name is Smith. His his name is yeah Smith. I like that. Well, yeah, he's just like this like uh, stud actor guy right. who ends up like ascending to fame as they're together, and like sticks with Samantha through through it all, and, like shaves his head for her and stuff. I think oh that's Wait, great. Well, well, why does she? Because Samantha gets cancer, man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Samantha gets cancer. So in solidarity. Yeah, in solidarity, he shaves wow. his head, and he's got like luscious like blonde. Locks. So that's very meaningful. It's very meaningful if you have nice hair to shave your head. Right. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, that's, that's powerful. <laughs> if you have if you have shitty hair, you have like shitty it doesn't hair, mean it means anything. nothing. Let's You're be clear. <laughs> um, okay, and then Charlotte. And does then, Charlotte get married? Yes. Yeah, she I remember does. that. I so Charlotte gets married like twice. Charlotte gets married to uh, this guy Trey, who ends up being on paper a good guy, but ends up being just this like uptight guy who ends up not being able to get it up for her, but can get off to like porno mags. Okay. And so uh, she ends up breaking it off with him and then ends up with the guy that you wouldn't expect, which I think is great. His name's Harry, like a uh, super bald, like short, stocky oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. lawyer See, guy. Yeah, who, yeah. And the guy from um, that David Duchovny show, his show after X-Files, which was uh, – he's like a writer. X-Files 2? <laughs> X-Files 2. It was uh, a Showtime uh, show. He's hung, a writer. Hung? Oh, uh, no, Californication? Cal- Californication. Okay. Californication, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He ends up on that show, and I think he's great. So he, he plays his character like the unsuspecting guy that yes, like, sweeps I her off her feet. Yes, like yes. treats her right and does all and like is in love with her. And I just thought – I think it's great that they end up together. Um, I think they end up adopting a child, but I think that's more in the movie. So now – so you're happy with how the movie ends. With this I mean the series. Sorry, how the series yeah, ends. very satisfying. Excuse me. And then how many years later is the movie? Like a couple of years later? Yeah, it, it, it took a while. Were you psyched when you heard they were making a movie? I was super psyched. Okay, you're oh, super be, psyched. Yeah. Uh-huh. So how do you gear up for the movie and how do you see it? So I saw it with uh, one of my best guy friends in the city and two of my best girlfriends in the city at the time. Your guy friend into the show or, uh, or, or along in, for the ride? In uh, uh, Toe in the Water. Okay. Along for the ride. Enjoyed it. When it was on, when I had it on, do right. you know what I mean? We're roommates, so. Um, and your two girlfriends into very into it. Yeah, and okay. and my two girlfriends super into super into it. It. way into it, way into so, it. So so you go to the movie, uh-huh. and it, walk me through it. Uh, yeah, so we go, and it was. I, I got to say, the, I should have known. Uh huh. That as good as this series was, and as as nicely as they wrapped things up, that the movie couldn't live up. Uh-huh. It just couldn't. So that's one thing. Just lead with that because it's it's going to so come back to that. So you weren't skeptical, cynical at all going in. No, because they they. Man, you uh, have to lower your expectations. But you know, but do you know, but do you know? I know, I know. That's you know the I thing. Mean? Like I feel yeah. like I mean, not that, uh, but with something like that, it's like, you know, not that I have this connection to the show, but I feel like anytime yeah. it's a beloved thing where they're like, we're just doing the next thing that's different mm-hmm. and there's hype it's yeah. like you got it's like, dangerous it's, it's dangerous just hard it's just hard to live up to that hype and i know and you're right and i knew i knew there's a part of me that knew that it could be not good could be bad but i was like no because the show a lot of times you'll see it you'll see it coming by how the show ends i thought that like season to season you know you'll like one episode over the other but as a as a whole i think they they let these characters develop very nicely and nothing felt super forced by the end of the show that I was like, oh, they have so much to go from. Yeah. It's not like season six was like, oh, well, let's see if the movie can kind of make up for how the show ended. It was like, oh, well, you, they got so much to pull from. Right. And the movie was horrible. Horrible. It is a TV show. That's what it is. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I want three 30 minute episodes. Yeah, just do that. Just, just do, do that. that, guys. Just do that. That's so the that's lesson it. here. Um, if you had to come up with a drinking game for this specific episode of Sex and the City, what would it be? Oh, man. Let's see here. Um, hmm. So you usually do that. It's like anytime they say a word. Any, the, yeah, anytime the obvious, say, yeah. The obvious one, I think, would be slut. But that's too easy, right? Slut. So, yeah, well, that's, that's what you want. About. You can have multiple that rules. Was, that's what, oh, yeah. So anytime they, the word slut is said, you got you to gotta drink a... Um, 
you got to drink a cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan. You have okay? to drink a whole cosmopolitan. Uh, every time Aiden comes up with an excuse to not, <laughs> yeah. Every time he have sex with Carrie, <laughs> I'd say every time they have a discussion outside yeah. her door yeah. or he leaves the door. Anytime yeah. he's near a door, yeah. Any, yes. Anytime Aiden's near a door, you got to take a shot of like a, a shot of something. And then kamikaze. I'd, and then I'd also say. Um, Anytime that guy says, uh, you fucking bitch, you fucking whore, which (laughs) I think was maybe three times. It was three to five times. And you have to drink. um, I think there maybe is there a drink called Bitches Brew? I think so. There might be a beer. There must be. I think so. Um, So that's a pretty good, I'd say, drinking game. Yeah. Yeah. well, I thank you so much for reintroducing me. Or like, I've seen episodes, yeah. but I feel like you you brought me into the academic take on it. You made me know that I'm now a Miranda. You flipped my world upside down. And I hope, yeah, yeah. And I oh wait, did sense. I say what you are? No, you didn't. Tell me. Uh, uh, see, I don't I know. I actually haven't thought about this for myself. Oh, you haven't. So. Mm-hmm. I feel like you might be a carry because you're very you're the intellectual you're you're breaking it down yeah. you're going through everything you're analyzing it yeah as this chart might prove to me that you're a carry I think so do you know what I mean yeah she left the post-it note on her on her thing that said romance yeah and you have you know basically the equivalent you have a little square that yeah. says romance on there yeah and there was uh, I I will admit there was a period uh, in. End of college into my first year in New York City where I started writing about relationships. Okay. You're Carrie. Yeah. So Wait, I you wrote about them for – I like this. Uh, you put online or I you – I would put them, uh, yeah, on Facebook and like Whoa. got like a good yeah, – they're still there, man. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're still now, there. Now, did your – did friends comment? Were, they must yeah. have been like super into it, right? Yeah. And my friends really they, – they did like it a lot. I almost wish that I had continued writing them. Did you call the posts something? Yeah, like, so like I, have, like, I would, the they name? would, yeah, they would be like, oh no, it didn't have a total name, but but I would, you know, title each one and have Whoa. a thesis like the episodes of the show. Um, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I feel like we Thanks. should do a bonus episode where you read one of. I would the... be, I would be happy to. I haven't looked at them in so long, uh, but I, I mean, Craig, I'm talking like I got like at least twenty five or thirty of them. That's amazing. Would you be comfortable doing a, a short bonus episode? For, for sure. We'd love right, to. So, so we're going to say goodbye now in a second. And there will be a bonus episode at the end of this week where you're going to be reading uh, from your, your, your carry blog. Yeah. Um, yeah. So is there anything um, before we go that you want to plug uh, that people can find you, where yeah. people can find you? Appreciate you doing that. Yeah. So um, – uh, at the UCB Theater, you can check me out uh, every Monday at Improv Nerds at UCB East on 3rd Street and Avenue A. Uh, also, every Friday at the Cypher Sounds Take Your Personal Show, Herald Night on Tuesdays. And if you want to check out my videos or writing or music or anything like that, you can go to philaugustajackson.com. Awesome. I think that covers it. That's pretty good. Thanks, man. Um, and uh, and you, they can see you later in the week doing your love blog. Yeah. <laughs> um, so thank you so much uh, for for joining me, and thanks for watching Sex and the Sea with me and breaking it down. I really enjoyed it. Craig, I love the show, and I actually love talking about it. So thank you for giving me an outlet to do so. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'd like to thank my guest, Phil Jackson, for watching Sex and the City with me. If you're a fan of the podcast, leave a review on iTunes. Become a fan on uh, Facebook. It's that episode podcast on Facebook. Or uh, follow me on Twitter at Craig Rowan. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode of It's That Episode, the podcast. All right. Have a great night and an early manana. Adios, amigos. Amigos.